Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Creative Habits Podcast, and we are back. We had to take a little bit of break, um, but we're we're back to talk to you guys. Yes, we are. Today, we're talking about the power of art as activism. In this episode, we'll delve into how artists leverage their work to address social, political, and environmental issues and explore the transformative potential of art as a catalyst for change. Wonderful. So art as a voice for social change. Art as a form of social activism has a rich historical context with pivotal moments and movements that have shaped its evolution throughout history. Artists have used their creative expressions to challenge the status quo, addressing social issues and advocate for change. Here are some key highlights. Early social commentary. Satirical and political um, caricatures in ancient civilizations such as ancient Egypt and ancient Greece served as a means of social criticism. Artists during the Renaissance, like uh, Hieronymus Bosch, used, I probably butchered that, Use their artwork to depict uh, societal corruption and moral decay. The French Revolution and Romanticism. The French Revolution in the late 18th century brought forth artistic movements like Romanticism, which focused on individualism, emotions, and social justice. Romantic artists such as Francisco de Goya portrayed the atrocities and injustices of war inspiring social consciousness 19th century social realism the industrial revolution and its resulting social disparities led to the emergence of social realism as an artistic response artists like Henri Durmer in France I know I'll butcher that one and the Icon School in the United States depicted the struggle of the working class and exposed social inequities. Political art in the 20th century. The Russian Revolution and subsequent Soviet era witnessed the rise of constructivism, an art movement that aimed to serve the revolution and promote social change. The Mexican muralist movement, led by artists like Diego Rivera, who was Frida Kahlo's ex-husband, and David Alfaro Siqueiros used large-scale murals to communicate political and social messages. Civil rights and feminist movements. The civil rights movement in the United States during the 1950s and 1960s inspired artists like Ramir Burden, and Faith Ringgold to create works that confronted racial discrimination and advocated for equality. 
the feminist movement in the 1960s and 1970s saw artists like Judy Chicago and the Gorilla Girls use their work to challenge gender inequality and highlight women's experiences. Street art and graffiti, also known as tagging, emerged as powerful forms of artistic activism in the late 20th century with artists like Banksy, Keith Haring, and Jean-Michel Basquiat using public spaces to address social and political issues. Many artists over the centuries have used their work to shed light on social issues such as racial injustice, gender inequality, LGBTQ plus rights, and poverty. Artists play a vital role in shedding light on social issues, using their work as a means to raise awareness challenge biases and advocate for change here's an exploration of how artists address various social issues so racial justice visual artists create thought-provoking pieces that depict racial discrimination systematic and uh, racism and the experiences of marginalized communities for instance uh, kendall wiley portraits uh, challenges eurocentric art historically uh historical traditions by portraying people of color and heroic poses filmmakers uh produced produce uh documentaries and films that explore the historical context and uh contemporary implications of racial inequalities such as Ava Ava DuVernay's 13th I love that movie and Steve McQueen's 12 Years a Slave Gender inequality. Feminist artists challenge gender norms and highlight gender disparities through various mediums. Judy Chicago iconic work, The Dinner Party, celebrates the achievements of women throughout history, while Guerrilla Girls use humor and irony in their posters to expose sexism in the art world. Performance artists like Marina Abramovic addresses themes of gender inequality and objectification by engaging in physically demanding and provocative acts that confront societal expectations. LGBTQ plus rights. Artists contribute to the LGBTQ plus rights movement by creating inclusive and empowering artworks. Keith Haring's uh, iconic imagery and public murals celebrate queer culture and advocate for the LGBTQ plus uh, visibility. Queer filmmakers, producers, films, and documentaries that explore um, the LGBTQ plus experiences, struggles, and triumphs. Moonlight by Barry Jenkins and uh, Paris is Burning by uh, Jenny Liverston are examples of films that shed light on queer identities and communities. Poverty and socioeconomic inequality. Socially engaged artists use their work to address poverty and socioeconomic disparities. The photography of Dorothea Lange during the Great Depression brought attention to the struggles of the working class, while Ai Weiwei's installation emphasized the plight of refugees and the global refugee crisis. Street artists often create murals in economically disadvantaged areas, bringing attention to social and economic inequalities and promoting solidarity within these communities. 
throughout their artistic expression, artists can convey powerful messages, challenge perceptions, and inspire empathy by highlight, highlighting social issue, issues such as racial injustice, uh, gender inequality, LGBTQ plus rights, and poverty. Artists contribute to the shaping of public consciousness, fostering empathy and promoting dialogue around these important topics. Their works serve as a catalyst for change and prompts viewers to question existing social structures and advocate for more uh, equitable and a just society. One influential artist who has made a significant impact through socially conscious art is Ai Weiwei. Motivated by his experiences in China, he utilizes various mediums like installations, sculptures, and documentaries to address human rights, political activism, and freedom of expression. His work has brought global attention to issues such as censorship, government corruption, and the refugee crisis, sparking discussions and inspiring activism worldwide. Another artist, Kara Walker, explores race, gender, and power dynamics in her provocative and intricate silhouettes. By addressing the complexities of history and slavery, her work challenges viewers to confront uncomfortable truths and engage in conversations about race and identity. Walker's art has promoted critical dialogue and contributed to a greater understanding of the lasting impact of system, systemic racism. Lastly, Yo, uh, Yayo. Yayo Kusama. There you go. Yayo Kusama. I know I butchered that. A Japanese artist explores themes of mental health, identity, and uh, infinity through her immersive installations and polka dot patterns. Oh, that's why you know it because you like her <laughs> work. <laughs> that's one of her favorite artists. Uh, anyway, her. Art serves as a personal expression and oh, uh, also resonates with broader societal issues. Uh, Kasama's work has inspired uh, conversations around mental health, self-expression, and the powers of the power of art as a healing and transformative force. Before we continue, you know how invested you are with YouTube and your videos. Yeah. You don't know how much information of artists I have in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people. Political art challenging systems and shaping discourse. Artists engage with po politics through their art by challenging authority, advocating for human rights, and criti critiquing political systems. They use their creative expressions to voice dis dissent, inspire change, and raise awareness about pressing political issues. Here's an ex examination of how artists participate in pol politics and the role of art in political movements. Art as a political critique. Artists throughout history has critiqued political systems and figures through their work. Um, Francisco Goya, the 3rd of May 1808, depicted the brutalities of war and questioned the abuse of power by authorities. The Dada movement, emerging in the early 20th century, sought to challenge the ridicule, societal, and political norms. Artists like uh, Marcel Dunchamp, Duchamp, there you go, Duchamp, and Hannah Hoosh, I like that, Hannah Hoosh, <laughs> employed satire 
and absurdity to critique the establishment. I know I got that one, didn't I? Whoosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you have it. Art and so- social movements. Artists often play a crucial role in political movements, using their work to amplify the voices of marginalized communities and advocate for change. For example, during the civil rights movement in the United States, artists like Faith Faith Ringgold and Jacob Lawrence depicted the struggles and aspirations of African Americans contributing to the movement's momentum. In the LGBTQ plus rights movement, artists like Keith Haring use their art to challenge homophobia, promote visibility, and advocate for inequality. Sorry, and advocate for (laughs) equality. Mm -hmm. His iconic imagery and public murals became some. The intersection of art and environmental activism brings attention to critical issues such as climate change, biodiversity loss, and sustainability. Artists use their creativity to provoke dialogue, raise awareness, and promote ecological consciousness. Here's an exploration of how art contributes to environmental activism. Eco-art, land art, and installations. Eco-artists employ sustainable materials and practices to create artworks that address environmental concerns. For example, Chris Jordan's large-scale photographic installation depicts the magnitude of human consumption and waste. Land artists like Robert Smithson and Andy Goldsworthy work directly with nature, using natural materials to create temporary or permanent installations. Their work often reflects the fragility and interconnectedness of ecosystems. Provoking provoking dialogue and awareness. Artists use their work to provoke dialogue and encourage viewers to uh, contemplate their relationship with the environment. For, For instance, the Ice Watch, project by Ofler Ilerson and Mink Rosen displayed melting blocks of ice in urban areas offering a tangible experience of climate change. Environmental installations and exhibitions like the Plastic Planet installation by Aurora Robson confront the issues of plastic pollution, promoting views to reflect on their own consumption habits. Collaboration and environmental interventions. Artists collaborate with scientists, activists, and communities to create meaningful environmental interventions. The Urban Heat Island project by Mary Miss engaged residents in urban areas to design green spaces that mitigate heat island effects. The artist duo Arcuart and Harvey uses uh, biotechnology to grow living artworks such as grass portraits raising awareness about the importance of biodiversity and sustainable practices. Um, Artists actively advocate for more sustainable uh, future through their work. For example, Mel Shen uh, Rival Field Project involved uh, using art to remediate uh, contaminated soil and promote ecological restoration. So the artistic strategies and impact include 
diving into various artistic strategies employed by activists such as public art, street art, performance art, and multimedia installations. They discuss the impact of art as activism on communities, individuals, and policy changes. They also share success stories and case studies that highlight how art has initiated social movements, influenced legislation, and fostered long-lasting societal change. Okay, that was a lot of information, but um, I think it was very informative. Um, What are some political artists that you admire or that you have seen before that kind of affected you in some kind of way? Plenty, um, currently and from the past. So I think one of the most influential artists, and when we were discussing artists um, for this particular episode, we mainly address visual artists, Mm. but I think someone that has been significantly influential, and a lot of people during that time were influential, was during the 50s and 60s. So one of them would be Nina Simone for me. Another would be Sam Cooke for me. Another one would be, um, what's the one? Wake up, everybody, no more sleeping in bed. I know who you're talking about. Okay, so yeah. So there were all these musicians during that time that were conscious about the the message that they were portraying in their music. Mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder did it as well. Like all of these greats that had done music for us that were also relative to the times. James Brown even with Black and I'm Proud. Like all of these different ones that were supporting the civil rights movement. When we were going over this information, it kind of, I realized that most of the movements of our civil rights or like the struggles of black people or the things that black people went through Genuinely, it was associated with arts mm-hmm. to send the message. So the music was for us, but it was also for people that didn't know about our lives. Mm-hmm. An example would be Race Charles, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you would see it in the art. So the Black Panther Party had an artist mm-hmm. that would be um, included in the newspaper art, uh, articles or the newspaper that they had. The Black Panther Party had a newspaper. Um, the artist was named Emery Douglas, but he would create posters for the party. Mm-hmm. But then in um, many different artists in that era, um, there was a collective called Afrocobra. And they, in the 70s and the 60s, were also very much, um, you know, Pan-African or liberation art, mm-hmm. basically to kind of like have art for the people, to encourage them and allow them to educate themselves about where we came from and who we are now as proud people. I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the, the list can go on. But I think for me, my my main introduction to artists that were creating a change for the circumstance they were living in, definitely Nina Simone and all those people that were around that era that were creating music at the time. I can agree. I think that, um, you know, just coming from an African-American perspective, um, we've been communicating through art. Ever since our inception on this land, whether it be through slavery and we will have like old Negro hymns on um, old Negro spirituals that were like um, codes that we would talk to each other. Like Master didn't know what we were talking about, but when we would sing these songs to each other, um, we put the puzzle together and we understood, for example, the... um, um, 
what's the word the underground railroad if we had to, if we wanted to know where to go you know negroes would be in the field we would sing the song people would decipher the song oh i gotta be here at such and such time and master just th- thought they were singing but they were just talking speaking to each other in order to like okay this is what we want to do a b and c one two three and we're going to go up north um fast forward to like people like tupac tupac was extremely political in a, a lot of his music you know um he was a very rebellious type of person and he's seen a lot of um bs that was going on he put that in his music as well as um public enemy mm-hmm. you know um a lot of our art is rebellious and reactionary in a sense you know something yeah. negative happens to us this is how we express ourselves you know yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't even limit it to African-American culture. Right. Because I think as black people, art is innate to us. It just comes naturally. Right. Because you're talking about that experience, but you had people in South Africa during apartheid that were using gumboots to communicate with one another. Right, right, right. You know? Or uh, what had, is gumboots, if uh, our listeners don't know? So gumboots are like boots that people tap, you know, like... Um, tap shoes? Not even tap shoes. They're boots, but you make... That's where stepping came from. Like, you know, when sororities and, like, fraternities do stepping. That came from that. Like, so gumboots and all of that, like, they used to be miners. They used to work and they used to take the train. Mm -hmm. They used to make music. They weren't allowed to, like, speak or sing in their language. Mm -hmm. But they would use the rhythm in their boots Mm -hmm. and the stomping and the clapping and this. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the same type of rhythm in the songs, but it was now through the communication of music with hands and feet. N- not to yeah. cut your wisdom, wisdom. but <laughs> it's very beautiful that you said that because, you know, um, the slaves in, in in South America, in Brazil, you know, that that martial art that they would do. Capoeira. You know what I mean? So Capoeira was the same thing. So everybody had... The same right. art forms. It looked like themselves. a dance, yeah. but it was really a form of self defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is art. Dance is an art. Dance is a form of expression. Art is communication. Art is communication. Yeah. You know, um, way back in the day when a tribe in, in, in Africa, right? Um, were far away from a neighboring tribe in order to communicate they would drum to each other you know what I mean would um what do they call Nairo Bingi drummers Naya Bingi Naya Bingi drummers mm-hmm. you know what I mean they would communicate that way you know if they were about to go to war with each other you would hear the drums before you hear <laughs> before you see the people yeah something just blew my mind while we're having a discussion but it's like art is a form of communication but the, the reason why so many laws have passed is not just because we're marching the streets and, like, you know, begging for people to accept us. Mm-hmm. But it's the idea that we are now creating stories that are, are co- coercing others through music. Because mm-hmm. music is good. You know, art is good. It's visually pleasing to the eye. So it's a sense of dopamine that you give to kind of, like, 
relax people's fear towards someone right. or relax people's biases towards a situation. Like ease them into it. Ease them, but also when you get to know someone's story, you can relate, even if you're not in the same space. But it's like with Tupac, so many people around the world listen to Tupac, mm-hmm. regardless of race, mm-hmm. regardless of gender. But it's that idea of storytelling that hip-hop artists in particular had similar crafts to Shakespeare. You know what I mean? Like, Or even your fav- one of your favorite artists, Bob Marley. Exactly. So it's not about... And that's what I... We can have a discussion about this separately about the music that we hear today. Mm. But it's like so much of the music that we grew up on and like earlier had a lot to do with people's understanding of their circumstance but also being able to connect with others that are not familiar with your culture right. are not for that's why bob molly had so many people wanting to be or wanting to like convert into rastafarianism right. or want to have that feeling of like freedom through smoking weed you know mm-hmm. what i mean like not everybody knows like any of that stuff but you get invited in, into people's worlds through music or through art and that's really amazing. But it's also, I feel like, the main reason why so many things have changed in life is because we have communicated our struggles through art. We've communicated our struggles through... And our triumphs. Activism. Well, our triumphs, yeah, through activism, through art, you know. Um, as an artist yourself, do you feel like it's important to... Um, create these political pieces to bring awareness to whatever is going on. <coughs> One more time. As an artist yourself, do you th- feel um, do you feel a need to create these political pieces? Um, you know, to convey to the world to to bring awareness to what's going on. That's a great question. When I was in college, I'm going to give you a long-winded answer, though, by the way. When I was in college, um, I had one of my good friends at the time. She's an amazing artist herself um, who works in abstract art. But one of the questions she asked me is, do you consider yourself an African artist, an African-American artist, or just an artist? And at that time, I was trying to stem significantly away from, like, African culture and all this stuff because I, you know, I spent what so many years at nation house Mm. you know thinking one way but i wanted to you know find myself and be neutral pause for a second what's nation house for our listeners that don't know um it's an african center school okay gotcha but having that ideals and that pan-africanism for me like i knew that was in my heart my spirit and i was embedded in that but coming from that environment and going to new places i didn't feel like people would understand me if i stood my ground Mm -hmm. and stood in what i knew so I was just like, well, you know, I just consider myself an artist. But at the time, too, like, it's like I'm trying to find myself. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm just an artist. But that was incorrect because nobody ever questions people that live experiences that they do and only paint one race or only paint one experience because mm-hmm. that's the experience. It's only when black, black people talk about black people's livelihood or your stories and your background and it's like oh why are you always painting or like focus on this topic mm-hmm. but that's 
just my environment. It's not that I'm not associating or appreciate other forms of art, but this is where this is what is personal to me. Mm-hmm. How it relates to like stro- like your your question is absolutely it is my my duty and my right. But it's like there are so many things that artists can tap into. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm supposed to, like what my mission is as an artist. What am I trying to evoke? Or what differences am I trying to make? Or what 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 catalysts of change? Mm. Or what 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 how am I contributing as an artist to making a difference in how our world stands now? Or what am I highlighting to promote positivity of my people? Mm. Because still, you know, we are painted in so many different ways, right? We're we're a diverse group of people, but a lot of the time, still we are we are hindered by stereotypes. Mm. So, what is what is my goal, and what part or what side of our stories do I want to tell? Mm. And I think that's the point. <laughs> How about yourself? Like, what do you? I want to piggyback back on the question you asked me. When I think of like political activism and political art i don't think that's necessarily um i think it's up to the artist individually i don't think just because i'm a black american or a a american of african descent i should solely create art that's political or that's activism you know because that's not to me that's not all of um everyday life for us you know what i mean we love we have fun we laugh we feel good yes there's a lot of negativity that goes on but there's more positive than negative and i don't want that negative to be the shining light over the positive or the, the darkness that that covers the positive you know um yes if there's a protest or if there's a march i might i used to go to these events a lot but i will go out there you know capture photos or take pictures and you know be out there but i think it's important to document it you know but we should also document us being human and that's a political stance i'm glad that you brought that question up because i mean is it though like being human doesn't have to be political it It, doesn't it doesn't have to be so black and white it doesn't have to be republican or democrat or right wing left wing you know what i mean the word politics can differ in what context you're using it but where i'm getting at is not the art from what you're doing but you yourself holding a camera as a political statement Hmm. because i don't think a lot of black male photographers make it there are very few still Hmm. you know we have our gordon parks but who can you name other than gordon parks i mean to me making it is not the goal i if people never seen my work at all i wouldn't care because i still do it that's not what i'm trying to say what i'm Mm -hmm. saying is you yourself know that you are the artist that you are doing Mm -hmm. and you are making a difference by continuing the art form that has so many people that it doesn't matter if you're recognized but the fact that you're holding a camera Mm -hmm. and doing what you're doing I, i think any 
black person that's doing something that fulfills them is a political statement hmm. because the idea is that we are like in this society it's it's assumed that we cannot excel there are always these articles coming out like oh black people are going to be the poorest in like 10 15 years hmm. maybe yeah that's science but it's like the fact that not all of us live in that circumstance and a lot of us are trying and a lot of us are working every day and a lot of us are picking up a camera and doing something that we enjoy that's a political statement and an f you to somebody that's saying that we can't i feel Maybe what you're talking nah, no nah, i feel that's what you're like, saying i definitely agree but i don't think it's political i think it's activism in a sense any any person that's going against the norm is activism yeah you know, I think we're saying the same thing, but the word is, is different. Maybe I'm not using the right word. Maybe I don't understand what political means. No, nah, you understand. It's just, for me, activism just resonates a little bit more than yeah. political. You know, but... um. Well, you're right. I mean, you're right. It. I perhaps don't have the right words to kind of explain what I'm trying to say. Mm. And yes, activism... Activ- activism is probably the right word to use. Mm. Just going outside every day and being who we are, you know, keeping your chin up, your your shoulders back and your chest, like, out is activism, you know what I mean? Going out into this world where things are designed for a lot of us to fail, not just, you know, black people, but people in general. Everybody, You know, we have to understand that we are here. Most of us are here with the, the same goals, the same wants, the same needs. And there's a lot of things in place that keeps us distracted and keeps us divided. Yeah. But I believe that activism and artists you know, like you and I or a lot of the artists that we named um, throughout the um, the previous um, s- section are the people who unites us as a whole. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it shows that you could be in Japan and see a lot of corruption and, and BS going on. And then could, address that. Like, right. that's Ai Weiwei right there. I mean, or, it's China, but the same thing. Right, you could be in Japan or China or Russia or... Mm-hmm. Malaysia or whatever other country and you see what's going on that's not right Absolutely. and you create art that people can view all over the world and which is why we which social media is good you know it can be a gift and a curse but social media is good because you can show this art to the world within seconds a matter of seconds right you, know what you I mean? can just share what's going on in your space in your life in your world right absolutely and I hate to just address or like give examples when things are not black and white, because I do agree that everybody has circumstances and situations that are different, but it's always easier for me to speak from my own personal experience. Absolutely. So I don't mean to like offend or like talk like I'm just like this mm-hmm. pan African. <laughs> Dr. Uma. Dr. Uma, I'm not. Like, <laughs> but it's just so much easier to talk from my experience. So yeah. I do want to apologize for that. Um, do you believe that an artist can still be an artist if they don't make work consistently? Absolutely. 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 You know, um, absolutely. I think that art, artists 
are motivated by different circumstances. And if you don't have that motivation there, it's extremely hard to create art. You know, if you don't have that imagination there, it's extremely hard to create art. Or if you're not even inspired to create anything. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I make my best work when I'm extremely happy or extremely sad. Right. But not in between. Right. Exactly. Definitely. I could see that. I could see that for myself as well. And probably for a lot of people. You know, because if you're just creating for the sake of creating, it's... It doesn't come innately. It comes exactly, yeah. and it doesn't feel good to but just we, do we're that. not we're not machines either. You know right. what I mean? Like we can't like produce like this. If anyone that does that, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's pretty amazing. But realistically, I don't think artists like are able to just easily tap into right. creative mode every single day. And you have to experience life and soak in life and those yeah. experiences in order to create something meaningful. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like, say, comic book, um, um, people who create comic books, right? A lot of the sources that they create comic books from are um, echoes of what's going on in real life, like the Mm X-Men. They said the X-Men was modeled after the civil rights movement. Um, You had Professor X, which was... Um, Martin Luther King and you had Magneto which was um, Malcolm X I guess I had no clue I didn't know that but the whole story is that Magneto uh, Professor X right he wanted to unite everyone you know even though we do have differences we're still more alike than different Mm -hmm. but Magneto was like well, if you're going to attack us, we're going to attack you back. It's our people. We got to love our people. That's brilliant. I had no clue. You know, but they painted Magneto as a villain because all he wanted to do was protect him and his people. So he would do it by any means necessary, mm-hmm. even if it comes to, you know, attacking the people that's attacking him. Yeah. You know, so Stan Lee was brilliant when he helped create that. And, um, yeah, art reflects life in, in a lot of many different situations. Do you think that everyone can be an artist if they tap of into course. themselves? We're all, we're all made to create, no matter what type of art you do. You, you could be extremely talented or you can be untalented. But I think that the untalented person who works extremely hard makes better art than the extremely talented person because the extremely talented person i wouldn't say get lazy but they're they're used to that talent so that untalented person will work if he wants to pursue that craft um ten thousand more hours or wakes up earlier to study like for example kobe bryant um, before he went to the league he he was okay. He was a, a good basketball player, but he yeah. wasn't the Black Mamba. So he put that extra time in to, to get to that point. To that work ethic catch caught up to his talent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that we're all made to create any form in any form of fashion. It's just figuring out what you want to do and focusing all that energy towards that yeah. goal. Um, I think personally for me, 
um, social media has hindered my ability to create. And social media is a beautiful thing, like you said initially, but it's like the pressure of seeing so much stuff. Like I don't work well when I see too much art. You know what I mean? Because I don't know where to place myself, but it's also like the amount of time that I could be fulfilling my own work, Mm -hmm. I'm looking outside. And it's hard not to, you know what I mean? Like it's hard not to see those things, but I need to zone in and focus on working on myself. Right. And that just doesn't start with the artwork, but it's just like that routine, you know, the routine that is like doing things that are making you better as Mm -hmm. people or an individual that can then create a routine for your work ethic, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like facilitating or creating a schedule that has nothing to do with scrolling. Right. That internal work too. Yeah, absolutely. All of it. All yeah. of it. You know, it just—it's not just one thing. I think it's a full-on experience of spirit, mind, and body to get you in that space to be able to be in the space to make work or have a clear blank canvas in your mind. It's funny because that's what I've been trying to um, do myself. You know, mm-hmm. I feel that these these are my principles, right? Spirit, mind, body. You know what I mean? You have to work on your spirit first, that consciousness, that inner being, that inner you. Then you work on your mind, that dedication, that I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up on myself, and I'm not going to give up on anybody that you know I love or whatever around me. And then you got to work on that body. Then your body follows right after that. You know, um, if you feel good, you look good. If you look good, you feel good. If you feel healthy, it's easier to create more freely. You know what I mean? So all of those um, corresponds with each other. And I feel like experiencing life through our lens, our own mind, instead of other people's minds is is extremely important that's where you gain inspiration from that's where you gain that insight on what you want to create as an individual yeah you know it's like you are what you eat i don't even think physically what you're eating but what you're consuming for those three things that you said spirit mind and body what are you consuming to inherit inside your own self exactly like what's fueling you because if you're doing the wrong things then you're fueling yourself to be what a failure exactly because you haven't succeeded in the things that you want to accomplish and then even knowing you know what exactly do i want for myself right and then consuming those things to ensure that you get to that point that's important you know another thing that i really need to work on is not looking at my phone early in the morning yeah you know i mean Jim got that down pat meditating got that down pat mm-hmm. but i think the first maybe 30 to 45 minutes of our morning should just be internal and self-reflection or conversation that's because you know my likes to talk 
early in the morning. I don't have the energy. I got to have me a cup of coffee or but, something. I got. Yeah, but you got to insert it somewhere because it's like it's either too early to talk or too late to talk. No, nah, it's not too early or too late. I'm just like, damn, it's 4 a.m. We I wake up super early. And I, I, he wakes up super early and says nothing. And that's such an Aries thing. So my sister does the same exact thing. Our son does the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like I, I've slept and I've dreamt something or like I thought about something in the process of my lucid dream. And I want to talk about it. Mm. I'll write in my journal. How about yeah, that? I was about to say, write it down <laughs> and talk to me after I had a cup of coffee. Yeah, but um, yeah, I like that. That was a very insightful um episode. Let's uh, close it out. Throughout this episode, we uh, we've explored the powerful role of an artist as a form of activism. Artists continuously employ their creativity um, and expression to address social, political, and environmental issues, advocating for change and promoting awareness. We've seen how artists engage with various topics such as racial injustice, gender inequality, LGBTQ plus rights, poverty, climate change, uh, biodiversity loss, and sustainability. From historical moments to contemporary moments, artists have challenged authority, questioned norms, and inspired dialogue. They have utilized different mediums, techniques, and collaborations to shed light on critical issues, whether through paintings, sculptures, installations, street art, or performance art. Artists have initiated conversations, raised awareness, and influenced public opinion. The significance of art as a catalyst for change cannot be overstated. Art has the unique ability to touch people's emotions, transcend transcend language barriers, and create connections. It invites us to see the world through different perspectives, to question the status quo, and to envision a more and just a more just and sustainable future. As listeners, we have the opportunity to support and engage with artists who are actively addressing critical issues through their creative expressions. We can seek out exhibitions, films, performances, and installations that challenge our thinking and expand our understanding of the world. By sharing and amplifying the work of these artists, we can contribute to a broader dialogue and promote positive change. We are grateful very grateful for your presence and participation in this conversation about art as a form of activism. Let's continue to appreciate and support the artists who use their talent and address social issues, political and uh, environmental challenges. Together, (laughs) together we create a more